When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality, the show where we dive deep into the world of cinema. I'm your host, Ben Secord. Today, Dave and I dive into a comedy classic, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, directed by John Hughes, starring John Candy and Steve Martin. The IMDb synopsis for the film reads... A man must struggle to travel home for Thanksgiving with an obnoxious slob of a shower curtain ring salesman as his only companion. It's Turkey Day, this is a Thanksgiving movie, and we're going to talk about planes, trains, automobiles. So sit back, relax, let's talk some movies. All right, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, 1987. Dave, how how many times have you seen this movie? I'd say this is maybe my third or fourth full viewing. This is is one I came late to. Same here, same here. Yeah, I came, uh, I honestly think this is the second time I've seen it all the way through. Um, It's hard to find a good Thanksgiving movie, and I think it's actually how I came to it. It was just in search of one. Really? And I think it was maybe a bad football game one year, and I was just flipping (laughs) around on the guide. That's usually what does it for me. Yeah, and I saw, okay, here comes whatever, and I saw Steve Martin and John Candy, whom I love. Yeah. And I just put it on, and I couldn't believe how funny this movie was. I know. Even though it's, you know, what, 30 years old now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is 30 years old. It's crazy. (laughs) Crazy. Uh, Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you can't find a good uh, Thanksgiving movie, but yeah, John, John Candy, Steve Martin... Directed by John Hughes. John Hughes, which, I mean, are you... Do you like him? Do you not like him? Yeah, he's got some good stuff. I feel like there's a, there's like a legend behind the name, and maybe, unfortunately, because he passed. Um, he made some good movies in the 80s, and yeah, I, that's all I'll say. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he's a great director. Yeah. I think this is probably his best one. I mean, I, w- I would agree with you there. Um, I, I mean, I think I like him a little more than you did, just from you know talking to you before the show and stuff. Um, as a director, but as a writer, yeah. he's got a, a, he's written some he, great he, stuff. He's so. got an eye for comedy and yeah. an eye for for some reason the coming of age type tales. He's yeah. got an eye for that and an eye for um, John Candy. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, he's been in quite a few of his movies. Uncle Buck. Uh, uh, Vacation, um, as well, I guess. Home Alone. He had a small role in Molly Ringwald. Um, what's the call on that? I, I mean, I liked her in Breakfast. I, honestly, I don't think. I think I saw <laughs> Breakfast Club. I never saw Pretty in Pink. Uh, I think I saw parts ne- of it. I'd never seen Sixteen Candles. Parts of that as well. I yeah. think it's maybe the same movie as Breakfast Club. Yeah, just. that's okay. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I really like Breakfast Club. I think it's a great movie. What you what, what is Planes, Trains, Automobiles your favorite John Hughes movie? Definitely. Okay. But by my, I mean, I like Uncle Buck, but I like this one much better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, 
Yeah, I like this way better than Uncle Buck. Uh, I, I would say probably Ferris Bueller's Day Off is my favorite John Hughes movie oh, just because, yeah. Um, yeah, I watched that more and I grew up with it. And whereas Plain Chains Automobiles, like I said, this is my second full viewing and I've seen bits and pieces here and there besides those two viewings. This is my second full viewing and I've only seen it in my adult life, so I do have to give the ed- edge to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But yeah, I don't know what took me so long to get to this movie. It's brilliant. Like, yeah, it's I- just, I love John Candy. I'm a big Steve Martin guy too. Um, which Steve Martin's more reserved in this role. So, I mean, this isn't my favorite role of Steve Martin's, but John Candy just steals the show for sure. I think Steve Martin's a good actor. I don't find him particularly hilarious. Okay. Other than, you know, there's some moments where he's funny. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Father of the Bride Part 2. Yeah, well, that's, that's his movie that's right classic. there. <laughs> that's classic <laughs> Steve Martin right there. I love John Candy, though. Yes. I cannot get enough of this man. He's and so charming. He's amazing, right? You just want to jump on him and give him a hug, right? Or <laughs> yep. just whatever he's like selling, you right. want to buy. And I, it's rare to find that, <laughs> that, char- that, that actor, that man, that person, this woman or whatever. That is just, you are so drawn to them. Right. You feel everything that's going on in this guy. Somehow, he portrays it all. He's like, he's funny, he's nice, he's sad, he's hurt. You're like, and you, you'd like feel that whole range yes with him. absolutely it's just that and rare even when he, even when he's annoying you're just like oh, <laughs> you can't fault him he's, yeah. he's all right like you said buying when he's selling he's a he's a, a shower curtain ring salesman <laughs> in this movie. and we i'm like okay yeah i'll, yeah. I'll buy that yes please even if you know he's taking you for a ride you still want to like participate yeah exactly because <laughs> you're like you feel bad for him or something. <laughs> oh man yeah it's it's just he's just such a i don't know it's raining. Okay. I was like, what is that noise? Oh, it is raining down, yeah. here in Tampa, Florida, folks. Um, but, uh, but yeah, John Candy, love him. And I, again, I love Steve Martin. But yeah, this is definitely John Candy's movie. So let's just jump into the movie. Let's do it. As we always do, we give our pick six. Yeah. I don't. I, I have to say it like that every time now. <laughs> pick six. Hey, ooh. Uh, so we give our six favorite moments of the movie. Let so, me get the introduction to these <laughs> two characters. Yes. Uh, who is Neil... Played by Steve Martin and uh, Dell. Dell, yep. John Candy John is Dell. This is yeah, our, guys our first be, moment. They could not be more different, right? Not at all. Yeah. First of all, yeah. So yeah, it opens with Steve Martin in this like boring ass meeting about marketing, and the guy's just like looking over something. Their boss is like looking over something in a conference room. So you get the idea of the kind of work Steve Martin's in, and it's just interesting way to start the film, I'd say. Yeah, he's in New York. He's got a ticket to Chicago, mm-hmm. and he's it's like you know I guess this would be is it the Wednesday no it's Tuesday right yeah it's a, it, yeah I would say it's a Tuesday because yeah I mean so it's two days before yeah Thanksgiving. Tuesdays before Thanksgiving yep and he's got, trying to catch a six o'clock flight to Chicago yep and you know they're just sitting there and the boss is just taking his sweet time they're in advertising he's right yep a, yep a board of whatever and <laughs> it looks like the boss is going to say something at one point he's like. And then just continues to look at it. It's like, what's going on? And it's all basically all that for nothing. Yep, all of it for nothing. Did you notice uh, Ferris Bueller's dad? Uh, oh, was yeah. the other yeah. guy? Yeah. So, <laughs> so he's, yeah, so he's like, he's got to catch a cab. And, of course, it's rush hour. And <laughs> here we see Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Just, just out of nowhere. Of Has no lines. No, he just does a little hot shot, like, twerp or whatever. Like, right, they're, yeah. they're fighting over a cab. This is your classic like 1980s, um, but the cheesy music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> they're like running on, on on opposite side of the streets trying to chase yep. this one cat. It's like a, you know, so 80s. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. the most eighties part of this movie. And he trips over a trunk at one point, yeah. which they definitely focus on that trunk. Uh, which obviously we learn is John Candy's trunk, uh, because uh, do they actually do they meet on the plane or do they? I forget. Do no, they, they meet in the airport. Oh yeah, they meet in the airport. So while uh, Steve Martin is fighting <laughs> over the cab, John Candy just loads up his stuff and they take <laughs> off. <laughs> but he knows him because he remembers that trunk because he tripped yep, over. Exactly. They meet later in the airport and they're just sort of sitting there, and uh, John Candy's. Got some like erotic novel, yeah, it's like mounted in Canada <laughs> right, or <yep>. something like that, <laughs> or Canadian mounted or something like that, yeah. And Steve Martin's reading, like, I don't know, probably the business section out of like the Wall Street Journal, of course, or yes. And then somehow their eyes meet and they're talking, and they realize who they are, yeah. It's like, You took my cab, it's like. John Candy in his, in his his amazing way is like, oh gosh, I'm sorry. Let me can I can I get can I get you a get you a beer and a hot dog? And he just goes on. He's like, how about just a just a hot dog or how about a coffee? How about some tea? He's like, how about a glass of milk? He insists that he must give him something. <laughs> like, yeah, he's just on and on and on, just trying to like make it right. And I'm kind of irritated at Steve Martin for being so like it's like, man, how can you not just take over this guy? It's like, come on, just just, just take take what he's, he's offering. He's yeah, he said he's sorry. Just he's get over. It. Stop being tight. Remove head from the ass. From ass. This is a you know, take your head out of your ass. Yeah, it's a take your head out of your ass moment, and that's uh, definitely a theme of this film, I'd say. And from this moment on, Steve Martin cannot shake John Candy. No, he cannot. They get on the plane, uh, and who do you know? Who is he sitting next to? Because he's fighting over the clerk about yeah, yeah. you know they're not being. He wanted. He wanted first class, but uh, he had to get bumped. His flight got bumped, so he, now he's in coach. And who is he next to other than John Candy? <laughs> and that's his thing. He's taking off his shoes. All my dogs are barking. <laughs> oh my god! That scene. That I, I was. Oh my god! I was dying. My stomach hurt after that scene. Like he's like chewing gum. He's just like. Oh, no. Because this is after Steve Martin's like, I just really, I don't really want to talk. Let's just, you know, can we yeah. just fly? And then he's just, he just still <laughs> just goes. He doesn't know when to shut up. Zero self-awareness. <laughs> exactly. Like, at all. Like Michael Scott. Yeah. Zero self-awareness. <laughs> but he's more lovable than, like, Michael Scott, um, which I, I love Michael Scott. He's hilarious. Yeah, John Candy um, is irresistible. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, the flight gets uh, gets... Basically, there's a lot of snow in Chicago, so the flight gets, you know, they have to land in Wichita, Kansas. Right, which is far out of the way. Very far out of the way. This basically brings us to our number two. Yeah, so Steve Martin calls his wife, and he's like, where are you? You on your way? He's like, no, I'm in Wichita. And I will say, the wife is not very understanding Mm -hmm. of his plight. (laughs) Yeah, because she, like, doesn't believe him, or she's like, where? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's, it could be that what we don't know is that he has... Failed them many times. Right, yeah. And daddy didn't come home. You know, or something like that. <laughs> but, well, you daddy. I, I think maybe that's it. And maybe he's screwed them over so much that yeah. they're just jaded. Yeah, yeah. We don't really get much exposition or anything in regards to... But she's not even yeah. understanding at all. No, not and at all. And as the audience, you're like, well, what the hell? I mean, <laughs> yeah. he... He couldn't control it. It's not his fault. He fought over a cab. He got his briefcase run over. He's dealing with this John Candy character. It was the most (laughs) ridiculous thing you've ever seen. Now they're being diverted. Oh, they were delayed Mm -hmm. at first. And then they were diverted. Right. He's like, well, 
what do you want me to do? Right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> here. Didn't choose to come to Kansas right now. Yeah, so there's this massive uh, snowstorm going on. And then uh, Dell, <laughs> helpful Dell, tells him, <laughs> he's like, you're not going to be able to get out of here overnight. Let's yep. just find a hotel. I got a guy. or It's not. It's nearby, which it isn't. It's yeah. always something else with Dell, right? Yeah, you pay for the cab. I'll get. I'll. <laughs> I'll get you a room in the hotel. I know the guy. Yeah, exactly. I sell him shower curtain rings. <laughs> Good God! But it's like you know, thirty minutes out of town. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They're they're in this cab with uh, another another cameo of a guy who's like a character actor in a lot of things. Yeah, he played uh, the Kramer actor. Oh yeah, Seinfeld, exactly. Who's yep. gonna play Kramer? He's right? also Carl in uh, Billy Madison. Oh yeah, Carl, yeah. Uh, Mister. Heckles, Mr. Heckles and Friends. He's yeah, he's been in a lot. Uh it's just funny to see him. I don't think he had any lines either. He's in the strangest cab you've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's got like, like naked hot, girls yeah. like uh, on the hot ceiling rod with all these lights. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so they're in this hotel and there's only one room <laughs> and one bed. <laughs> oh yeah, there was just one bed, yeah. Uh yeah, and this yeah, this is the the next uh next moment in our take six is yeah they their their first night in a hotel together <laughs> well, i like when they first walk in and it's very awkward because they realize that they've got a they've got just one bed yep and it's like what do you do and uh <laughs> someone who says uh i think dell's at john candy said hey you want to go take a shower yeah. <laughs> and Steve is like no <laughs> and that is like oh no i didn't mean it that way <laughs> didn't mean it that way <laughs> But then really, but the the idea is you get the other person to take a shower, then you take the bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But obviously, when Steve Martin does get in the shower, you see that John Candy's already been in there. He right. has socks everywhere, wet clothes, just things Horrible. everywhere. But yeah, he's taking the shower, and he even sees the shower curtain rings in the uh, in the in the in the bathroom, and you obviously know that that was from John Candy. Um, but gets into the bed, gets into the spilled bed. beer. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm so sorry about that. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's a vibrating bed. You turn on. The, I mean, do they even make those anymore? I don't know. Yeah, that's just so it's, weird. It's an odd thing. So weird. Yeah, John Candy. Yeah, he even turns it on while he's smoking a cigarette and just <laughs> treating it like it's a massage chair or something. Like, what, are you, what are you doing? Like that's how is that enjoyable? Putting a quarter in the bed. Um, but uh, yeah, they get in bed. They get in bed together, and it's like. Uh, me and my wife were talking about this. Like, why wouldn't one put one head on one side and the other on one side? Like, why are they sleeping like well, that? According to Seinfeld, the, the genitals are still lined up. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very good, so Elaine and salt. Jerry. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, so Seinfeld is, is life. Um, it but, is. Well, and then and then uh, John Candy decides this is a good time to start get you know clearing out my sinuses. It's <laughs> like... Oh my god! So Making all gross. these crazy noises, <laughs> and he does it. it. Like this is this is a recurring thing with this movie. The gags go on. Yes, they they're they not short gags. <laughs> but for some reason, they're still they're, they don't get old, even though like they draw them out. Another stomach hurting moment was this scene with uh, <laughs> he just keeps going. It's like, dude, what are you it, doing? And then he ends it with shaving a haircut. It was like. And he's like, <laughs> and then at that point, Steve Martin has had enough. He's done. He's done. So, um, which is, 
you know, it's, it's hilarious and everything, but then you get more of a serious moment. Yeah. You know, the, the which I, I can't take it seriously just because Family Guy par- par- parodied this scene um, with the, uh, you want to hurt me? Okay, you can hurt me. <laughs> and uh, Peter Griffin says it line for line the oh, exact same oh, way. I never saw that. I, I like, I like me. <laughs> like, it's it's just like, I can't. But, so I ruined but it? Like, in a way, yes. But uh, but no, no I, I do see the, the I, I like this scene just because it's it, it brings things, it kind of, you know, gives you an idea of who John Candy is. It kind of puts things in perspective. It's like, okay, this is a person. Like, yeah, yeah he's annoying, but is treating him bad going to change him? It's not going to change him, or is treating him bad going to... Uh, do anything really? Yeah, Steve you know? Martin just lays into him, especially he, when because John Candy is being annoying, but everything he's doing is like so like I don't want to say lighthearted or he's unintentional, innocent. Right? innocent thank yeah. you. Yes, that's the word I was. He's looking not for. meaning yeah. harm, right? Although exactly. he's causing it just by being so socially like <laughs> stupid, right? <laughs> no self awareness again. Yeah, yeah. He's Steve Martin is so mean, right? And he basically says, "You are the worst." person i've ever met right or you are the worst experience right i've ever he goes through like you know i I can sit through an insurance conference for three days and heck that's not del griffith yeah <laughs> so <laughs> you, you imagine the most boring yeah uh, you know obnoxious just thing you don't want to do yeah and that's nothing compared to hanging out with this guy right and it's just like when you, when you really think about it like you go back now i'm kind of realizing why they had that scene at the beginning like He's with look at these people he's with in that meeting at the beginning like his boss like that's that seems like a real crappy guy to be around yeah. you know real oh yeah <laughs> not boring fun. yeah boring awful, just doing what you got to do yeah and ugh, I'll do I'll take yeah. anything over hanging out with this guy yeah exactly and this scene is it means even more you know more you watch it just because you know you find out at the end you know what you know what John Candy went through and what. Uh, you know the the reveal he had, but uh, but yeah, it's it's. An, what, I mean, well, what do you think of this scene? Well, this I just like the... it because I think this this performance by both of these actors this hooks you in for the rest of the movie. Yeah, because you can relate to Steve Martin, even though he's yeah. kind of going too far. Yeah, but you're also like, dude, who, who is this guy? Right, he's exactly. Insane. But then John Candy just punches back just as strong. Right, and he's like, hey. This is who I am, and I'm okay with myself. And right. you're like, well, now I'm siding with this guy. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because you were like, okay, it's totally justifiable that Steve Martin is having this reaction right yeah. now. I totally get it. Because I'm laughing at everything he says. Right, yeah. And then, uh, then yeah, John Candy just like says it, you know, what's going on? Like, like, okay. You went too far, yeah. man. Yeah. And you're... You hurt my feelings. Yeah, you're like... <laughs> it's really what it is. You're digging at, like, the core of me. Right. And that's not, that's not right. That's yeah. not fair. You're trying to change who I am, you know. Yeah. I'm, you know. So I think this is almost maybe the most pivotal scene in the whole movie. Because yeah. you're cracking up, but then you get this heart and this real seriousness here. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, this yeah. is a, a, a big deal. Yeah, definitely. So, yes, then Steve Martin kind of feels bad about what uh, what he said. So he yeah. gets back in bed with... Uh, He's got a conscience. Gets back in bed with the, with the missus. <laughs> <laughs> and then they wake up cuddling. Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> another scene where I, I knew about this scene before I had seen the movie. Obviously, this is definitely a, a famous scene. Um, Steve Martin is the little spoon. <laughs> yep, the little spoon. He's like, why were you kissing my ear? I, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you holding my hand? <laughs> and then they get up. Where's your other hand? 
in between two pillows. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. <laughs> so brilliant. I think like, they start talking about the bears. Oh, the bears. Yeah, they're going to have great Sports. Poor men. Yeah. I love that scene. All right. So then our number three moment is... <laughs> Uh, when Steve Martin curses out the rental car clerk. (laughs) So a lot of this stuff has happened from, you know, the bed, you know, our number two to our number three. Well, we've done the plane, and I guess we're kind of skipping over the train. Yeah, I mean, is there anything about the train you want to mention? I mean, they... No, they're really not great scenes, but they've got to... So they go from the hotel to the train station, right? Yeah, that's... For some reason, they think we're not going to be able to get a flight out out of Kansas. Right. So it's faster or better or who knows what, just cheaper. I don't know what. Just we'll just take a train and then we'll be able we'll take a train to St. Louis and then we can get a flight out of St. Louis. Better better chances. Yeah, there. something like that. Yeah. Okay, so they're having a breakfast. This is where Steve Martin is trying to make a clean break. Yep. Right. Oh yeah, the, the breakfast. Because they got yep, robbed. Yep, yep, yep. Remember yep. all that? That whole fiasco. Uh huh. And he's like, "We're just not." Whatever this is, this isn't working, so I'm just going to go my way, you go your way. Right. Then he goes to the airport to get a rental car, and he gets dropped off by a bus. Well, this is, yeah, because the train broke down, and then they get to the, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's (laughs) in a big parking lot, and he goes, he's some, like, uh, name, or I'm sorry, letter and number on the key. He goes to the spot, and it's empty. Yep. And then the bus that got him here is gone. (laughs) 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 Bye-bye. And... What do you do? Yeah. He just got drove out like what, like a mile yeah, or something? Yeah, exactly. From... He's like going through like snow and stuff. He's going down hills to try to get back he's like, to hey! <laughs> screaming, trying yeah. to get the guy back. Yeah, he's like he's this is yeah. And then he <laughs> finally makes it back. It's it must have taken him a while, right? Yeah. An hour maybe. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's I don't know, he's got I don't know if he has like cuts on his face, I forget, but he's uh, beat up. Yeah, he's definitely beat up. He, and you can, the... he has had it. He's gone through all the stuff with John Candy, you know, including like the stuff with John Candy. Then to go through this, it's just like this is one hell he's of like a weekend. Up to here, right? Yeah. And you then <laughs> 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 he gets to the desk. And the, lady, and the lady, and now I don't know her name. She is. Yeah, a, she's been in a lot of things. Um, she's she a was, famous character. Yeah, actress definitely. From, I mean, everything from the mid '80s to at least the last. Yeah, year. she was in Ferris Bueller. This actress was she a Mar? She sounds like she would be a Marge or something. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's definitely she's got that, a Marge. Like, upper Midwest, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know? <laughs> um, oh, uh, Edie McClurg is her name. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> up to the desk, she's like talking. To, yeah, tell mom and dad I'll be home. Blah blah blah. Yeah, we're gonna make that. Oh uh, yeah. We're gonna make uh, what is it? Ambrosia or whatever. Yeah. That, it's not a call so, Ambrosia. Yeah, but something it's, I forget what. Whatever but, they make. Yeah. Yeah. And Steve Martin, he has. <laughs> this was the, the absolute just, top for him. Let's play the clip. He drops. I don't know how many F bombs you count. Yeah. Them? So. Well, here we but, go. Uh, no, it was 18. 18. <laughs> 18. 18 of them. <laughs> Start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. Then you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. I really don't care for the way you're speaking to me. And I really don't care for the way your company left me in the middle of fucking nowhere with fucking keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. And I really didn't care to fucking walk down a fucking highway and across a fucking runway 
to get back here to have you smile at my fucking face. I want a fucking car right fucking. <laughs> Is that it? Did you, or was yeah, there more? I see your rental agreement. I threw it away. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? You're <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and that encapsulates a, the movie right? yeah it really does it's just <laughs> like it's just like what he's been going through you understand like it's just like yeah i, I get why this guy's doing this right now he's done um, he's be- yeah beyond he, done. he is beyond done he's trying to he thought he was had a flight to chicago he was wor- well and that's another reason why this we go back to that meeting he was worried about that just me- that meeting ending fast that was the worst part of this whole week was going to be this meeting that yeah. needed to end before my flight it's funny too because when he talks to ferris bueller's dad <laughs> he booked that guy which he they also they both live in chicago i guess because like i'll see yeah i would assume so yeah maybe they have like a corporate headquarters in new york or mm-hmm. something like that but anyways that guy had booked the eight o'clock flight uh, and it was a whole debate about that and steve martin booked the six o'clock right you know if he had booked the eight right maybe he would have been fine smooth sailing <laughs> yeah. smooth sailing man uh but yeah that scene is just brilliant hilarious and th- that's th- that scene is alone is why this movie was rated r right there that's that scene alone which makes sense yeah because i mean there's nothing else in this movie that would constitute an r rating no not at all it's just yeah there's a, a million well, how many 18 f-bombs here yeah, eighteen f bombs in like <laughs> um, less than two minutes. Yeah, which is <laughs> quite the accomplishment. And each one is is necessary. I feel. I, yeah, I feel I, that each one was. Oh yeah, I mean, if it needed. Was, if it was sixteen, it wouldn't. Have yeah, been sixteen. Over. It wouldn't have been as effective. Or seventeen or nineteen. Yeah, no, which yeah, 18. nineteen if you include hers. You know, um, you <laughs> which was a good delivery. Yeah, he, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially like because she's always like this chipper character, like. Oh yeah, don't you know? Don't you know? But yeah, then and that brings us to so basically, John Candy got a car somehow, and he picks up uh, Steve Martin. Somehow nice they guy. they end up together again. <laughs> um, so then that brings us to our number four in our pick six. Yeah, uh, which is <laughs> there's this whole long scene really of them in the car, but it starts with uh, John Candy. Well. Actually, God, this is so. <laughs> this is hilarious for a long time. Steve Martin's driving. John Candy's in the passenger seat, playing with the with the power seat. <laughs> yep, back and back and forth. He's like, it's it, like, oh man, once you change it, you can't get comfortable again. <laughs> Steve Martin's talking to him like a child, right? Yep. You know, just stop playing with it. You're gonna break it, which he does. Yep, of course. <laughs> and then Steve Martin has to sit in it because right. it's broken. It goes crazy, right? And Please stop doing that with the seat. Why don't you start screwing around with these damn things? You can never get comfortable. <laughs> I gotta get comfortable. <laughs> I gotta get comfortable. <laughs> and then so they switch great. off. John Candy's driving, and then there's like. Messing around by Ray yeah, Charles. Because, oh yeah, because you like you said he threw the uh, cigarette. Oh no, yeah, yeah, messing around. Yep, he's doing. He's he's performing 
all the bands. Yeah. <laughs> keyboard. And Family Guy did this as well. Really? Yes. <laughs> I think John Candy is like the world's worst driver. Yes, he as is. he's doing it, he's veering like way off the road. <laughs> not just like out of the lane. I don't want to mess around. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the saxophone. He's doing the pianos. Yeah. All while holding, holding a cigarette. Yeah. And he eventually lets it go, which flies back into the car. Yeah. <laughs> flies, you know. <laughs> and... He gets, you know, off the road, and then at some point, they're driving the wrong way. Yeah, because he goes off the exit, goes back the way through the way he came, which is the wrong way. <laughs> There's another couple in a car driving the right way, trying to be like, hey, yeah. you're going the wrong <laughs> way. And John Candy's like, they're drunk. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, what do you mean? He's like, oh. oh, oh, oh. And Steve Martin eventually wakes up and like, how do you guys know where we're going? Yeah. <laughs> you're going the wrong way. What do you, what do you? They don't know where we're going, right, so exactly. who are they to say we're going? The wrong <laughs> way? How so do you guys know? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, did, did you mention he, him trying to take off his coat? Did you mention that? Oh no, yeah. that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, everything gets hooked, and this is classic <laughs> on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get his arms out. Of course, the simplest thing would just be to you know hit the brake. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why don't you stop? It's an empty highway. Like, what what difference does it make if you no, stop? Let's just keep going at eighty miles an hour when I can't steer. Oh, it's, yeah, they, they they go through the two eighteen wheelers, they, <laughs> yeah. and then they stop and like the uh, As Steve going, Martin's though, hands are in the dashboard, and you see like they're they're like um, they're skeletons, and then John Can- they're like the life is flashing be- you know before their eyes, they're skeletons, and then John Candy's wearing like a devil's <laughs> suit, like <Yeah>. ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great, and then uh, so yeah, naturally you know they get out of the car to see the damage after they go through the two semi trucks and obviously yeah there's some damage to the side of the vehicle not you know, nothing too terrible um but uh but yeah then the car catches on fire yeah, the cigarette they they're sitting on the on john candy's trunk they sort of see this light you know i think steve martin looks back and just come back forward. yeah basically and then forward. yeah john candy looks back Back to facing forward, and then they realize, oh, God, the car's on fire. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, so brilliant. And then, yeah, John Candy's just trying to laugh it off, and, <laughs> oh, we're going to laugh about this one day. But that guy, that kind of brings us to our next one, number five. They find the hotel, um, and uh, it's another – there's so many, like, actors that I've seen in other movies. It's the uh, – the guy from Jurassic Park, the the lawyer or whatever from Jurassic yeah, Park, yeah, is the yeah. hotel clerk. It's, I think this is the, the only other movie lawyer. I've seen him in. Yeah, the blood sucking lawyer. And exactly. If you uh, love Jurassic Park, uh, please listen yeah, to our episode. Yeah, back when we used to do two hour episodes. Um, I told Ben that was too long. <laughs> yes, and now we try to keep it under an hour. You're you welcome, folks. Hey, YouTube, subscribe. Not hey. even subscribe. Just watch us all yeah. day long. And if net neutrality, you know, is done, then uh, you know, whatever. It was a fun run. Hey, nice uh, knowing you. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, they book the hotel, and <laughs> yeah. uh, Steve Martin's able to book it because he has a watch. That's basically why he, was, he has seventeen bucks and a nice watch. And then John Candy has like he's two his, bucks and like Casio, a, a Casio, <laughs> a Casio, Casio. <laughs> see that <laughs> Casio. Um, so yeah, Steve Martin's able to get the the room, but. John Candy sadly is not. So John Candy's sitting in the car because yeah, they were able to drive the car, but it's it's burnt to a crisp and melting. It's melting. They were even pulled over by um, Michael McKean, which is another actor. Jeez, there's so many actors yeah. in this movie. Uh, he's, this is one he's of the funniest lot. scenes to me. 
What, when they get pulled over? Oh, God, this is yeah. hilarious. To me, I, at least for me, I mean, I crack up because they're they're going along and they're going, he gets clocked, they get clocked 78. Right. He's like, do you know why we pulled you over? And they're just in this piece of junk. Yeah. More than, and, and Michael McKean's like, do you believe this uh, vehicle is safe for the road? And John Kennedy's like, Yes, I do. I <laughs> yes, I do. I mean, the speedometer's broken, but yet, yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, the radio works. It does yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> I found that just John Candy's response is just—he's so earnest, and right. obviously, he's—you know—he's putting it on. You know, it's, I love that. Yeah, I, I love it too. Then that's actually after the hotel scene, I believe. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh, John Candy's sitting out there in the freezing cold, and and Steve Martin, you know, looks out the window, sees so doing that. He's like. You know, he feels bad, obviously. It's like a dog outside. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he invites him in because he's going to freeze to death because Steve Martin, you know, he's a good guy deep down. He's a good guy, I'd he say. He does have heart. He does have heart. They're just you know. from two different places yeah, in the exactly. world. exactly. Two different places is right. Uh, but yeah, then I just, I picked this, you know, for our pick six just because it's just a nice moment. This is when you get their, you know, their friendship starting a little bit. You know, they're they're kind of understanding each other they're drinking together and i think it's mainly because steve steve martin is able able to loosen up a little bit here he's yeah. drinking you he's know he's got no fight left in him exactly. right all his like, like all of all of steve martin's uh who i am i'm this corporate guy has just been completely stripped off right and he's just the man whoever he was um before that right right it's just his regular personality he doesn't have this I'm yeah, a, you know, it's I'm been a, two days of hell at right. this point. It's just, it's all removed. Right. He's, oh, the veneer of being a corporate guy that flies between New York and Chicago and all this stuff. And maybe, you know, that's what we see, you know, at the end of the film is he's more true to himself. Yeah. And he can connect and to another human being. Almost like way. what we talked about with Big, like the, the corporate people are just, it's just like we're all just trying to just make money. I mean, yeah. that's all we're trying to do. We're just... You know, we put on this serious face, but it's really just like once that's all stripped down, like we're just normal people it's that just true. want to have a good time. And, yeah. you know, he's got this persona that he's built. Over right. His, and, and it all just because, you know, through embarrassment and circumstance and just, you know, dealing. He becomes sort of a not not a poor person, but just someone in, in trouble. Right. Whereas he's yeah, he's really hasn't probably hasn't had to deal with. That kind of, or well, what am I going to do tomorrow? Right. That kind of Yeah, thought. exactly. Well, what should we learn about Dell, which he's dealing with tomorrow all the time. Yeah, those are really good points there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that basically brings us to our number six, which is basically the, the ending. So yeah, basically they, they finally get home. Uh, they get brought home, or brought to the train station or the L train in Chicago, downtown Chicago. They're finally in Chicago. Finally in Chicago. <laughs> they get brought there, but you know, in the back of a freezer uh, truck. <laughs> yeah. And here, and then they sort of say their goodbyes. Yeah. And Steve Martin's on his way out and Dell just kind of hangs there mm-hmm. for a minute. And they sort of said, you know, I'll see you around, but right. not meaning it. Yeah. Uh, Steve Martin is back in the train. He's heading home. And he, thinks back you know right to what yeah all the stuff that's been said over the time and he kind of figures out john candy doesn't have anywhere to go yeah yeah he does yeah yeah because yeah he's thinking back because he gets on the train after they say goodbye he's he's leaving he's like i can't leave this guy i can't leave him i know he's not going anywhere so yeah he he goes back takes the train back and he sees john candy waiting there well because we find out that 
Uh, John Candy, he's, we, we know that he's, he brings a picture of his wife yeah. along with him. He talks about her. I forget her name, Marie or something like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. And then we, I think it's here where we realize that she's, well, John Candy reveals, but we kind of figure out something's just weird here. Yeah, right? definitely. And then the, we go back to that breakfast scene that we talked about where John Candy's like, oh, I haven't been home in years. Yeah, because John Candy's like talking to her when he's sitting out in that crisp car. He has like a picture of her yeah, wherever he's always he goes, got a picture like of a framed her. picture. Steve Martin's always calling his wife. John Candy never calls her. Right, yeah, yeah. We didn't. We don't get anything. No voice, yeah, nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, and then that gets us to you know what John Candy basically tells him. Because this whole time, I, 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 you know, when I first saw it, I was leaning towards that, you know, they were divorced and he's just upset about it but he brings up to steve martin that his wife has been dead for eight years yeah. eight years been dead and i guess he just maybe if they had a house or a rental i don't know but he doesn't have a home right doesn't he's have a, a home he's yeah. essentially homeless mm-hmm. he's a traveling salesman without a home right and that's really sad right um, I mean, wh- where do you think he was? Uh, it, it, it's very sad, and this almost brings us to our questions: uh, Who's the idiot, me or the movie? Uh, oh, let's, you, yeah, let's move right in. Yeah, because wh- where do you think he was going? Do you think he was had a destination, or was he just trying to find someone this whole time that just share it's poss- life with? <laughs> Not like in a romantic way, but just to find some sort of connection with someone somewhere. Do you think that's what he was doing, or I mean, because wh- where what was his destination from here? You know, I, where was he going this whole time? I don't, I don't know. It's hard especially to say. Especially since I mean, he said he didn't have a home. Like, especially if he, since he's a traveling salesman. Obviously, he travels a lot. Obviously, he's been going from place to place. Where's his home? Is his home even in Chicago? <laughs> I got the feeling that he might have been based out of there, and I don't know why I feel that way. Yeah. Just maybe because of his nature. He seems like, I think he's, John Candy is originally Canadian. Yeah. He's like Midwestern kind right, of person. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've got no reason to say that. Yeah, he may have just happened upon him for well, no, because he knew the he knew the when they were in um, in Kansas, he knew the people there. Yeah, that's true. So too. he's familiar with well because he area. he knew them because of his sales and but stuff. But why is he in New York, right? Yeah, that too. Right? Yeah, is he just going from place to place just because he's bouncing around wherever he can sell his yeah his uh, curtain yeah, his rings? curtain rings? Yep. Maybe he just he sold he you saw his skills when he was selling the rings and just telling people they were earrings hip earrings he made a lot of money with that whatever they were he was yeah he's obviously a good salesman maybe he doesn't want a home I think his his wife (laughs) I mean it's I think his wife's dead and he whatever that home was is is broken right and he can't he can't face it even though he he brings her he he's in denial I think right yeah because he can't go whatever home was he obviously can't go he never maybe. Even if they had a house, I can imagine him just abandoning it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he I just mean, carries that picture. He's he's living in denial. Right. He's got nothing. Yeah, I mean, because home isn't necessarily having a house. I think maybe he was just saying, you know, essentially, you know, he was saying he d- doesn't have a home, meaning that, he doesn't have anyone to go home to. I don't think he has a permanent. I don't think he has an address. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is what I'll say. Yeah. I think he's like. So again, where was he going? Was he going to Chicago? I think he's or going. Or was he trying to find a connection? Um, no, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know where he's going. Okay. I think he's just going to catch the next bus to wherever. Right. In my opinion, that's what I think is going to happen. Whatever the next bus is, the next long haul bus right. going out, that's the bus he's on, and he's going to sell his stuff. Okay. And I think that's the that's the way he's going to live the rest of his life. Makes sense. Until he until someone like a Steve Martin right 
invites him into yeah, maybe, his home. Maybe Steve Martin, you know, maybe other people have gone through this stuff with him and just like can't handle him. Where Steve Martin, you know, we give him crap for being such a jerk to this guy, but you know, he eventually came around and you know saw the the. I don't want to say the good because he obviously knows he's good, but just saw the, you know, the heart in this guy, the the yeah. innocence in this guy, and just it shows you the kind of person Steve Martin is. You know, he's got everything. Yeah, when you see his house. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's cool that this comedy can have this deep, you know, deep questions, these deep meanings, and still kind of just. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's true. I mean, there's a he brings him home. Right. Yeah. And I feel like he's never going to leave. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, Ew, maybe he shouldn't have done that. It almost seems like there could have been a sequel to this. I know, um, right? Where he just he lives in And obviously, house. have you ever seen a Due Date with uh, Zach Galifianakis and uh, Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Yeah. I, you could tell that that movie uh, got oh, yeah, now its influence it. from this. And I actually... I. I saw that before I saw this. <laughs> like I said, I, I saw this for the first time like two, three years ago, maybe. Yeah, I guess so, I did too. And yeah. this is like a total ripoff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, still it's funny, crazy. Though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Both movies are funny. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Love this movie. Great, 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 great flick. Gets better the more you watch it. John uh, Candy. John Candy is, is incredible. I know. The guy. I mean, talk about leaving. You know, there's a lot of. I don't know. This is a man who. God, I wish he could have, you know, stayed yeah. on. I mean, even because uh, he's he's just more likable and more charming, even I think, than Chris Farley. Oh, definitely. Um, this guy has the I mean, magnetism I, that I, you just do not see, right? And I love Chris Farley, but uh, but this guy is just so charming. He's you just, don't love Chris Farley? No, I love Chris Farley, but I don't think they're comparable. I really? think okay. I think John Candy. Yeah. I mean, you're just talking. I guess. Fat guys? I guess I'm. Just, no, well, fat guys. Plus, they died young, and um, Chris Farley was not the same to me. He's yeah. More, yeah. Because like, that was John Beverly Candy's drug related. Um, I think it was more weight and yeah. other stuff. Okay. As far as I know, I don't think it was. Because I know stuff. Chris Farley's was definitely obviously weight, but drug related. The stories of Chris Farley were. I mean, he would like do as many drugs as he could, and then go perform in front of people yeah. to get them to laugh. Right. Which was, you know, maybe funny at the time. Yeah. But it's sad. Your body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was someone um, who, I mean, I, I think Chris Farley had, you know, a lot of issues. You know, everyone has issues, yeah. but. But yeah, it's, it's, it's really sad that John Candy had to leave so early. I mean, he could have, he was, he was going strong when he left too. I mean, he, uh, I think, Cool Runnings, maybe it was his last film. Probably, yeah. Which I love, Cool Runnings. Um, which isn't <laughs> yeah. your typical John Candy role. No, uh, it's more of you know a sports movie. And I know, think he just... could have done like real dramatic stuff. Right. Yeah. I think he was that good. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, he he had that dramatic side to him. The guy is just so compelling yeah. on screen. And I it's agree. Just that rare quality where. I mean, there's like just a handful of people, and John Candy happens oddly just happens to be one of those people. Right. That is just you see them on screen, and you feel like you know everything that's going on inside of them. How would you rate this movie I'm with our give, new rating system? The it's not new anymore. Popcorns and stars. What would you give it? This is the best rating system ever devised. I agree. We, you know, we yeah. go on stars, which is just mm-hmm. pure cinematic quality, and popcorn, which is just entertainment know, quality, entertainment, pure entertainment. I think this is a two and a half star movie and a four popcorn movie. Okay. Four yeah. full buckets of popcorn. Thing is on this is this is only a 90 minute film. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This thing goes by quick. There's not a lot of downtime here. And I even agree. the gags that go on, they are hilarious. Yeah. There's so- no wasted time at all in this film, I don't think. This is just for character established or establishing characters and you're laughing. Yeah. I mean that's the whole movie. And then at the end you get some genuine to I guess John Hughes credit, which I knocked, but to his credit, you get some <laughs> some real heart in this movie. Yeah. And the I performances agree. are great. I don't love Steve Martin. But I, in this movie, or just just in general, I don't love him. But I, I, I like, but don't love. Okay, I love, I love Steve Martin. I, I love Steve Martin. But yeah, this isn't. I just isn't one of my favorite uh, Steve Martin films. That's for sure. Uh, or this isn't my favorite performance of Steve Martin. I should say it's still funny. Yeah, but this is really a John Candy movie. This yeah. is almost this movie is a tribute to John Candy. I totally agree. Yes. What do you got? Uh, I I give this film a. Th- Actually, three stars and uh, three and a half buckets of popcorn. So we're pretty close. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, I think it's a good film overall, you know, not just comedy. Uh, because, yeah, like you said, it does bring up that serious moments at the end. But also in the middle where, you know, he brings, you know, with that hotel scene we were talking about earlier. Uh, <laughs> yeah. brings up, it brings up that and it brings the, the human side and just uh, all, all in all just a fun film to watch. Just so enjoyable, so, and it's it, it is lighthearted, and you know, it sla- is. and slapsticky too. It's it ho- has those slapstick moments, <laughs> like you said, with the skeleton and the God, and the hilarious. and the devil part. Like, <laughs> it's just like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> it's funny, you know, but it's also that quest to come home. Yeah, which is like you know, if we all, if we, you know, if any of us has a roof over our head. I mean, if there's a you know something to give thanks for, right. it is at, at minimum that. Yeah. And I John agree. Candy didn't have anyone, he didn't have a place to go and anyone at all in his life where he could just come together in this one moment and just chill and be yeah. safe. And Steve Martin, like you said, he did have a heart. He brought him to his home. He met, here are my parents. Here are my wife's parents. Here are my children. You are welcome here. Come right. into yeah. my house. After all of everything they went through, and after you know Steve Martin basically hated him at many points in the film. I mean, that's still, it. Still, you know, he understood. You know, and again, it shows the heart of Steve Martin's character. Yeah, I mean, to invite someone into your house and be like, "Have free reign. Yeah. You are welcome." Mm-hmm. That's very intimate. <laughs> I agree. So, I agree. And that's great that they, that at least you know they were able to. Um, the John Candy character was able to give some lighthearted insanity yeah. to Steve Martin, <laughs> and Steve Martin was able to be like, "Hey, you know, I welcome you. Come, here's what I have. I can share with you." All right, so that is our show, folks. That is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Wonderful film. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out, especially today on Thanksgiving. Uh, definitely a good time to check it out, Dave. Any, any, anything else you'd like to say today? I've said everything that I want All to say, right. other than, you know. Listen, watch us, yes. tweet at us. Follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast, our personal accounts at BC Cord. Give us a review. Give us a review. Give us a rating on iTunes. Any feedback you guys um, got. Subscribe to us on uh, YouTube. We are going to become more serious on YouTube. Yeah, more serious a, on uh, YouTube. Amazing camera that we're HD. We're beautiful tonight. 
<laughs> Thanks, Dave. Yeah. I agree. But uh, yeah, definitely subscribe to us on YouTube. We're going to focus a lot on our YouTube channel uh, from here on out. Uh, uh, support us on Patreon. Uh, we got some good benefits on there. And uh, and yeah, we appreciate all the support you guys have given us. Uh, we love all feedback, honestly. Yeah, and absolutely. Those of you have- and we like having conversations. Feel free to comment yeah. on these videos. And we, we want to interact with you guys and you know find out what you guys think about these films as well. Yeah, and even like I say, you know, any even negative stuff is fine. You know, if you're like, you know, Dave, you're way off on this. I I would like. To I know. say it to him all the time. <laughs> yeah, Ben tells yeah. constantly. <laughs> all right, folks, that is it for us, and uh, we will see you next week as we will get into our Star Wars series. Next week we'll be talking about Empire Strikes Back, so definitely check that one out. I'm excited to do that one. I have never seen that movie before. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't someday. Think I've, what is it? Empire what? Uh, Strikes Jedi? Well, I'll, something? I'll, I'll catch up next week. Okay, cool. All right, folks, that is it for us. Uh, for Davo, I'm Ben Secord. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys. At the movies. Like he said, at the movies. Mm-hmm.